Moncrief on News Talk. Yes, time for a farming slot. Joined once again by Mairead Lavery. Mairead, how are you today? I'm not too bad at all, and you're in great form by the sounds of things. I am, yeah. I mean, it's May, you know, and the sun, the well, sun's in the sky, and it's absolutely freezing, and we're lighting yeah, the fire you, and yeah, wearing our heavy coats. The door and it's the middle of winter still. It's really cold. It's miserable. And that's having its and impact this, on the farm. We were just talking, the, the, the fact of the day was the smell of freshly cut grass is a plant <laughs> distress call. At the moment, you, you'd like to smell a bit of freshly cut grass, would you? Well, I mean, there's been, the grass just isn't growing because the weather conditions aren't right. You know, you need soil temperatures to be at a certain level for grass to think about growing. And we should be in peak growing season right now. But farmers who measure grass, because, you know, like I, I keep saying, like I, I have such admiration for people who could estimate how much fodder and food is required for a 90-day winter, a 120-day winter, a 160-day winter, and get out there and get it done, as well as keeping everything fed during the summer months. But just for an example, the pe- farmers measure grass by dry matter. And the last week, in the measurements that were being done around the country, there was about 48 kilograms of dry matter per hectare per day. That's how much grass was growing. But that compared to 72 kilograms of dry matter per hectare per day for the same week last year. So like just over half the grass that was grown last of the grass that was grown last year is grown this year. So like that's, right. that's the knock on impact of that will, will stay with farmers for the rest of the year. It's a bit like, you know, the way you'd be doing the, the essay question in the English paper, paper one for the leaving cert, and you spend too long daydreaming about it and writing it. And then all of a sudden you've got 25 minutes to catch up on to do all the other sections. You never catch up because you spent too long on the first one. So it's a bit like that at the moment. Um, You know, cattle or cows or livestock that should be out grazing. They are grazing because, you know, the weather is good enough to be out there. But they're having to have their grass supplemented by cereals, which are expensive. And, you know, you want to avoid feeding them at this time of the year. And also with last year's silage. And thankfully, there's a lot of farmers would still that still have silage from last year because it was a good year for silage. And people, as usual, tried to make save that little bit just in case the weather turned nasty. So, um, so yeah, it's it's really slow. And, um, uh, you know, you'd really like to see the grass growing now at this stage. Now, mind right. you, fair Jews, there's a, a bunch of farmers down. I don't know how many of them got hay made. But, you know, those, those easterly winds that come in uh, there's the winds, the, the Sherakeen winds, I think. I'm not sure the name of it now, but it's a wind that comes with the cuckoo the last two weeks of April, first two weeks of May. And it's a easterly, a real drying wind. And they were able to get hay made in the month of April, which is absolutely practically unheard of. So, um, Fair play to them. So, you know, Hopefully it'll yeah, turn around. The farmers in the east of the country are crying out for rain because it hasn't rained for so long. The farmers in the west of the country are saying, for God's sake, nobody wants more rain. They've been facing gales and storms there for the last week. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a different picture for different parts of the country. But the bottom line is the grass just isn't growing at the rate that it needs Not to growing. grow. Yeah. Okay. And on, um, on Sunday, we, we were up, um, we went for a walk. I don't know, people outside of Limerick, they might never have heard of Nocturna. And it's a, it's a hill, it's um, 
951 feet high. But it is centred in the centre of the county. And you can see, like, from Dingle to one end of it, to the Burn, to the Galtys, to Sleeve Naman. And But in terms of Limerick being part of the Golden Vale, the whole farmland scene was laid out in front of you. It was like, it was 365 degree or 360 degree view of everything. But to see, look down on the farms and the farmland and see the herds of cows all lying down chewing the cud, it was an absolutely gorgeous sight. And you could see then what was happening in the fields because you now have farmers who are using this zero grazing system where they're bringing the cows, bringing the the, 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 the or the grass into the shed to give to the cows rather than bringing the cows out to the grass to eat it in the fields. So you could see the fields where that had been done. You could see where maize was being cut with the plastic on top of it, or was not being cut, was being sown. You could see where um, some silage had been taken because of how yellow the fields were. Um, you could see where the paddocks had been grazed. You could nearly look at a herd of cows and follow where the paddocks were. So if you're staycationing this year, I'd highly recommend a trip up Nockfirna, bring a picnic and a, and have a sit down and look around the countryside. And if you had a drone, you'd, you'd get fantastic views. So it's, um, it's just, uh, it's just, it's, it's, I've never been, I'm in Limerick 34 years and I've never been on Nockfirna. And I must say, I'll certainly be going again a couple of times this summer. Uh, really Very good. good. I have to say, Mairead, um, you paint a beautiful picture and you were doing the same last week and people were getting back to me long after we, we'd finished talking to me, talking to you saying yeah. how much they liked it. I, I can hear a travel show in you, Mairead, you know, Ireland <laughs> with Mairead Lavery. I, yeah, I think well, it would be a beautiful no, thing. I'd really tune in. Was, you know, Limerick is a very flat county and, um, you know, you, you haven't, you know, people head to the beach over to Ballybunion a lot of the time or up to La Hinch for their day outs. But um, on, on Sunday now, there was a huge crowd up on Nakfirna. And I, I really, I couldn't get over it. It's also a, a, a famine village. Um, there's a, you know, there's a whole history of the famine there. A lot of little stone houses. So there's a lot of history yeah. as well to be seen. But to get this 360 panoramic view, to be able to see the Kerry Mountains, the Burn Limestone, leave Naman and the Galtys, and the whole of Golden Vale laid out in front of you, just from the one spot, is was just magnificent, absolutely magnificent. So, um, highly recommend. Right, you're, Not fear now. You're making me want to go now. I have to say, <laughs> it sounds so beautiful, and I'd be fascinated by the famine side of things as well as we all are. Yeah. So, listen, I know yeah. you also want to talk to us about tachographs for for tractors. Tachographs, for those who don't know, yeah. they measure how often the tractor's been used. I think they used to be called them the spy in the cab. Yeah, they, they, they're, I mean, they're absolutely, um, they exist in every lorry. I, I, I was on a lorry there last, last year or so when we went over to, um, to France with goods, you know, via the Channel Tunnel to see how long it would take to get fresh food over once, you know, Brexit came in. And um, they were very, the, the drivers, I, different drivers I had were so conscious of the tachograph because, you know, they don't need to be stopped and checked anymore. Um, you know, a guard a car can come up behind you and literally zap the, the 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 number and know whether you're you're obeying your tachograph or not. So, um, one of the problems that happens at this time of the year when the silage gets started, like it should be well underway, but when it is when it gets started, it's all hands to the pumps to save the crop. And um, some farmers have their own rigs, so they have the the luxury of being able to go out and decide: well, will we cut it today or will we give it another day? 
But the vast majority of people don't own all the equipment and they get in a contractor to do it. And of course, when it comes to making the silage, everybody wants the contractor now. It's like when the hairdressers will open in another week or so. Everybody will want to get their colour done now, not another day. So it's a bit like this with the, with the tractors. But it's, it's a great way for young lads to make, and girls for that matter, to make a few bob. And um, there's a lot of youngsters driving these rigs. And, you know, they're big, powerful tractors. And, you know, you, you'd, you'd be minding yourself on the road with them. And they're also inclined to be working very, very late um and long hours so um pat griffin of the health and safety authority has you know reported that um i think 29 percent of all um accident accidents involving vehicles involved tractors uh work related work related deaths involving vehicles were actually on tractors in the last wow. 10 years so it was a it's way out no other sector has that level of uh, fatalities and he he's saying that these incidents, a lot of them are attributed to tiredness, especially around this time of the year. So he's suggesting that maybe for the silage period, the tachographs should be installed on tractors so that nobody is going to be working, you know, 18 hours a day getting the silage in. But he's also saying in terms of safety, for the safety of the drivers, um, the young drivers in particular, it's not enough that they have the W license. They need months of training and practice before being let out on their own. And the other thing is he's asking contractors to have suitable communications IT on the tractors to keep people off their mobile phones. You know, um, there's... Like, right, that's you know, a scary have, thought because that's a, yeah. a very big big vehicle to be in charge of should somebody be and not paying attention be beyond their mobile phones. phone. Yeah, and sending text messages and all the rest of it. So, you, you know, I know there's... Um, like the local radio stations down this part of the country anyway, always make a great play of contacting the different silage rigs and where they are and all about them. And the, the other thing Pat Griffin is saying is, and again, I'd absolutely reinforce this, no giving spins to kids on the tractors. Because, you know, today right. you might have the mammy out there with you and she lets the little fella up into the tractor, the little one, and um, and they get a great run at it. But maybe she won't be there the next day when the little one hears right. the tractor go and decides, oh, great, I had a great time on the tractor two weeks ago. And out they run into the field and nobody sees them. Um, right. So just this is okay. a desperately dangerous time on farms um, from the fatigue point of view and watching children. So, you know, take your time. It will get done. The weather will come on average. It always does. And, you know, just, you know, mind yourselves. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Mairead, uh, we're beaten by the clock, but can you continue no, with your travel around Ireland, uh, <laughs> please? Because yeah. I'm liking it more and more. Lovely talking to you All as right, always, Mairead. Right. Thanks for joining Go us. Go to Ballybunion the next time now. That'll be now that <laughs> okay. we're down to the county. All right. Okay. Thanks so much. Do that. Thanks, Mairead. Bye. Bye now. Um, as always, the Farming Slotters podcast on Newstalk.com, or you can listen back on the Newstalk app after the break. Smoking marijuana every day and getting paid for it. Moncrief on Newstalk.